The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss how to make sales feel personal in the virtual age and the importance of digital personalization in B2B marketing. Joining us is Derek Jenkins, who is the head of marketing at Owler, which is the world's largest community-driven information and insights platform. Owler provides exclusive firmographic and competitive data on over 15 million private and public businesses curated from a community of 5 million business professionals. Yesterday, Derek and I talked about supporting sales in the virtual age, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about personalizing B2B marketing in an evolving marketplace. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Derek Jenkins, the head of marketing at Owler. Derek, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Hey, Ben. Thanks for having me back. Excited to have you back on the show. Good to see you again. <laughs> Good to see you as well. I'd ask you how the weather is, but you know we live relatively close to each other, so it's nice today. It is. And I've got good news. Marketing is also nice. We're getting nice sets of data. We've got nice tools. We're able to integrate together. And we're even integrating more and more with our brethren on the sales team. We're playing nice in the sandbox. It's what we talked about yesterday. And I want to continue the conversation, talk a little bit more about personalization today. You work for a company that does business information and insights and a lot of those insights help us understand who we're talking to and how to get the right message to the right person at the right place at the right time. So talk to me a little bit about some of the best practices for personalizing B2B marketing these days. Some of the best practices really start with understanding your buying persona, understanding who you're going after, looking at them from different lenses, you know, from a graphic standpoint, what types of companies you're going after, the size of the company, the industry that they're in. Obviously, demographic data plays a big role into that in terms of buyer persona, who that person is, their job title, their seniority, function, and that specific role of the company as well. You said something that's insightful to me and also something that we preach here often at the MarTech podcast. You start with your customer, figure out who you're trying to reach. Now, you talked about firmographic data. Talk to me a little bit about what firmographic data is, what's available these days. Firmographic data is all the, I say, the hard data about specific companies the industry they're in, the size of the company, who the CEO is, when they were founded, all this data that we have readily available on Outler 
the last time they raised money. So funding announcements, any type of history about the company, how they're ranked against other companies sometimes as well, depth of firmographic data. So there's all sorts of different data sources about what's happening inside of a company. We had Jordan Crawford. He's our guest host for our go-to-market segment. And he often preaches that you should be marketing towards pain, not personas. You're not trying to reach the marketers at a mid-tier growth stage B2B company because they have the same problems and the amount of money that could pay to be a good customer. You're really trying to reach somebody that has growth problems after they've hit a certain milestone in their business. So talk to me about how you use some of that firmographic data to actually personalize your outreach? How do you understand what's happening in a business based on the signals you can see? Some of those signals are constantly being pushed out by news, what's happening at a certain company or within an industry. You can see how certain industries are evolving. That type of information can inform what your marketing message is, but I still stand behind, you're still marketing to a certain persona, but the message in terms of the pain you're trying to pull out or assume or assess is what you're pushing in terms of the messaging, but you're still marketing to a, to a persona. Yeah, I guess there's a difference of who you're trying to reach, you know, figuring out your ICP, your ideal customer profile, and then figuring out who's actually in market. So when you think about personalization, great, I get all this information about a company. How do I know if they're ready for me as opposed to I'm ready for them? There's a high amount of companies out there that are selling you intent data that give you insights and intel on when a company is potentially ready to make a move, right? When they're potentially looking to evaluate a new product and when you can come in and do your due diligence and educate about how your product or service can solve their pain point that they currently have. It's never easy and it's never really straightforward. But I think as a business, I know we do, we do our best to make the right assessment based off of the data points that we have, whether it be firmographic or intent buying signals. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview.
there's a lot of changes when it comes to marketing data these days. We've heard about Apple restricting access to data in iOS. Google's getting rid of or deprecating the use of third-party cookies. What's happening with marketing data? Is that affecting our ability to personalize? Yes and no, because some of it, you're still taking what data is available and making some educated assumptions. So you can still personalize your message based on that, based off of the assumptions that you do have. So it's not getting rid of everything that's available. You can still infer some intelligence based off what's out there. So I don't think everything's going to be fully affected. So one of the trends that I've seen in marketing over the last, I don't know if it's been a decade, maybe it's just been five years, is the rise of the ABM solution where instead of marketers relying on reaching many people through advertising or trying to do direct emails through sales, we're starting to use platforms to try to do better personalization at scale. Talk to me about what's happening with ABM and and how useful are the ABM tools? I think the ABM tools are incredibly useful because it's using, it's combining the best of digital and data combined to reach those personas and using that with those high intent signals to reach that specific company or not company, person at those companies that you need to make those buying decisions. So I think they're quite powerful. And there's a number of them out there. And they, I think that's going to be consistently growing and evolving and one to watch in the next few years. What are the things that the ABM solutions are doing that marketers can't do without them? That's one of the big questions that I have. And admittedly, I run a media business. So there's not a lot of ABM that we have to do here. I never really understood the difference between I'm going to run targeted campaigns that are advertising to specific personas and do direct outreach to high quality leads and what ABM solutions are doing. Help me understand. I think ABM gives you the link specifically to the roles at specific companies, those individuals at those specific companies versus your traditional digital campaigns where you can do a lot of targeting, but not as much targeting based on role at a specific company or within a specific industry. That's where ABM comes into play. And I think that's one of the keys for understanding how to drive effective B2B marketing is that you're not just selling into one person within an organization. You really have to reach the entire organization. Derek, last question I have for you today. What are the tricks to try to reach an entire organization with personalized marketing? The way to market to the entire organization is to identify all those key players at the company who you're trying to reach, the individuals who are going to be those deciding factors to buy your product or your service. I also think it's quite important to include sales in that strategy as well. Realize to and understand who sales also reaching out to is part of the marketing strategy to effectively get to your end buyer. I think you hit on a key point there that when you're thinking about marketing, mostly in B2B, where the organizations tend to be larger, more complex, often you're not just directly selling to one person, right? You're marketing to the marketers. You're trying to create a use case for the finance team. You're trying to reach the CMO, get past the gatekeeper. Maybe there's a procurement team. You really do need to come up with a marketing strategy that reaches multiple different points within the organization. And honestly, most of the time, that's not just marketing. It's marketing, it's sales, it's customer success. It takes everyone paddling in the right direction to make magic happen. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Derek Jenkins, the head of marketing at Owler. In the last part of our interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Derek and I are going to talk about using sales intelligence to surpass your competition. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Derek, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes 
or you can visit his company's website, which is owler.com. That's O-W-L-E-R.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.